This is already a shambles. This is a shambles. We apologize. This episode, there's probably going to be construction outside. They're, they're doing construction work outside. They're putting up scaffolding. We, we've had to put this off for like the past half an hour. Yeah, longer than that. Hour? Yeah. Hour and a half. Yep. They've been putting up scaffolding. What, what else happened? My phone wasn't charged with yep. my notes on. Charge your phone. We use my phone to record the podcast, so I can't use my phone for notes. So I grabbed an iPad for notes. The iPad, iPad was iPad. out of battery. IPad. Grabbed another iPad. It wasn't synced up to my iCloud. Didn't have my notes. But we're good. We're ready now. This is, this is the professionalism. Professionality that us Podzilla... Professionality? Is that a word? This is the professionality that we on Podzilla require to have. Yeah, we're professionals. We was like professionality instead <laughs> of professionalism. Professional? Oh, this is a shambles. The most professionality show in the... It's not a word! In it's the not world. not a word. Oh, Podzilla episode three. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome back to Podzilla, everyone. Episode 3. We're tackling half-human today. This is our first foray into non-Godzilla territory. Yeah, so like we said in the trailer or the first episode of this podcast. Little introductions. Godzilla-adjacent media. Yeah. Do you want to describe what that is? So, Toho, the production company who created Godzilla, put out all the Godzilla movies, Mm -hmm. also have made a lot of other kaiju flicks about monsters and... A few of them connect up to Godzilla through various Godzilla sequels or various other Godzilla media. Mm. Some monsters or people or, I don't know, aliens when we get into that kind of stuff appear in a lot of different places. As we said before, we're going to tackle Godzilla, but then everything else that could be in the same world as Godzilla or is connected in some way. So you're saying that if Godzilla was in a movie with Anguirus... Anguirus had a spin-off TV show, and there was an alien in that, a movie about the alien would be considered. Yep, that's Godzilla adjacent. We'd we'd cover Anguirus' spin-off alien. Yeah, we would. That's us. That's Podzilla. That that even sounds crazy, but it's not too far off what will happen. Yeah, be prepared. I'll tell you that. Mm. But yeah, as as I said, Half Human was our movie we watched this week. It came out in 1955. It was directed by Shiro Honda, who directed the first Godzilla movie. Not the sequel? No, not Godzilla Raids Again, but okay. Godzilla. So this should have been just exactly like the first original Godzilla felt like. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. Tackling big subjects, um, <laughs> bit, bit dark, bit depressing. A bit of subtext about our culture, the world. Yeah. Which, you know, and Godzilla... Humanity coming together. Exactly. And Godzilla Raids Again didn't have that. It was just convicts running through the streets, Three Stooges <laughs> style. People making jokes about sake. It was good. But... Oh, we, we didn't bring our sake this time. No. Where's our sake? What are we thinking? We had one job. Yeah. But this half human, it was, yeah, absolutely. I, I was going into this thinking that it would be. You watched this before me. No, we watched this separately. We watched it separately, so we haven't actually talked too much about it. No, we haven't. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I'll just say it's not what I expected. I did go in thinking it <laughs> would be like the original Godzilla. It's not really, but we'll, we'll go in. Well, what, what happened? You tell us what happened in Half Human. Okay. Like so. Because <laughs> I don't know if I could. Before going to, into this, if this released at the theatres. Yes. Um, you would see a poster for a giant, what looks like a 
Bigfoot type creature. Yeah, massive kaiju. Giant, like, uh, almost, dang, I, I want to say two trees high. Imagine a, a street, street light. I am, okay. That's, okay. I'm... Imagine a street light. That's how high. On the poster. Half human. <laughs> Imagine a street light on the poster. Standing next to that, exactly the same height, is the half human. This giant Bigfoot thing. Yeah. Um, nowadays, you can't find this movie anymore. No, and we'll go into exactly why yep. later. So we had to watch this on archive.org. Yeah. We mentioned that in the previous episode. If you want to watch that, or if you did watch that, that's where you would have found it. Yeah. The only version that's left on there is a... It's a black and white, very bad quality, very mm-hmm. low quality, uh, kind of pixely and all that. There is a... Oh, what was it? There was like a, a bit up the top where there was like an... Yeah, so the only copy of this film, it's... Again, I, I, I'll i go into why this, why this is the only copy later, but the only copy available of Half Human is, has a time code at yeah. the top. And so the copy we watched, the copy on Archive, has kind of got the art... The, they've removed the time code, but replaced it with... They use artificial with, intelligence to like remove yeah. it. They've done something that makes it seem off and makes it seem blurrier than it actually... It's The movie's blurry in any case. Not good quality, but it's even a bit worse quality. Important thing, it's a very low quality movie. What the quality would have been back in the day when the original movies came out. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. So let's start off. In the movie, opens up, half human. We see, I think it's a train station. Yeah. It's a train station. And there's a reporter going into this room. And he comes in, is a bunch of, well, maybe 10 or so guys, all looking real beat up around each other. Um, and this reporter comes in, he's like, yo guys, what the heck's happened? I've been a reporter, I've come to investigate the story. What happened to you guys? Um, and they've all, they're all bandaged up, looking like something happened. And they give this guy a notebook about how there was a dude who died. And it's talking about how they met what they call the abominable snowman. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting like start of the movie, right? It's going to be a wrap around these guys telling the story of what just happened to them instead of us getting Yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. it as it happens. After that, we cut to the Alps. Yeah, the snowy mountains in Japan. I think it's like near Mount Fuji. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Winter time, a bunch of students skiing along. Uh start follows these five students. And then Honestly, already the characters in this movie aren't really noticeable. We've talked about forgettable characters before. This is the pinnacle of this is. Oh, I cannot even remember a single name. Um, but I, I don't know. It's probably like the version that we watched as well. Because again, the only version you can find is very blurry. There's a few scenes that are quite dark in the movie. Well, we'll, 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 go, we'll go into it later. But it's very hard to even. There are five. There are five people on this mountain. Forget about two of them. The three important ones are. Takashi Ijima. Played by Akira Takarada, who we've seen before, and he was the main guy in He's Godzilla. The protagonist in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, we have Machiko Takano. Yeah, who played... The female lead in the first Godzilla movie. Yeah. And... Nakada. I think. She played Nakada in this one? No, 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 sorry. That's the other person with them. Yes, yeah. A side friend. Yeah. These, a bunch of these five students split off from each other. Two of them go to stay with another friend who's somewhere in a different lodge. Uh, the other... This, this whole explanation is going to be very jumbled because the movie's insanely jumbled. Oh, it's so, it doesn't make sense. It does not flow together well. The party splits up. 
Yes. One of them stays in the lodge and there's an avalanche there. Mm -hmm. The other side goes and stays in a different lodge somewhere. After the avalanche happens, they start ringing the phone to see if the other people are safe. Another girl comes in. Yeah. Named Chika. Chika. The only name I remember from the movie. Played by Akami Nagishi. Um, and she's from this like uh, kind of hidden away village that shuns contact with other people. Mm. She appears briefly. She kind of leaves soon after as well. Yeah. Um, they can't go see if the other people are safe because it's avalanches are happening. It's real snowy. They wait for the next day and they investigate the site where the other people went. Mm-hmm. And the two students who went there are dead. Yeah. They're gone. There's been an avalanche. No trace of them. No trace of them other than a phone call they received, which had a bunch of screaming and a gunshot. Yeah. They go get a search party. They go check out the place. Um, they find footprints in the snow. Yeah. They find a bunch of fur from some sort of animal, they presume. Yeah. And there was another person staying there who was the female lead's brother called Takino. Really? I did not know they were related. No. Uh, like, like we said, this movie's very jumbled. Half the time, it feels like you don't know what's happening. Um, the two main leads are actually dating boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Which they don't really tell you. No. This... Uh, Machiko and Takano are siblings, which, again, they don't really tell you too much. I did not realize that... I it seems like a, I it's a it makes sense for all family and friends if they were all together, but it does not... Yeah. Very tell it well. <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't tell it well. Uh, he's disappeared. Yeah. They find no trace of him. They plan to come back the next season in the spring with a bunch of other people and set out on, on a search party for them then. Which is crazy to me. Because that's waiting a whole season. That's, surely they wouldn't survive that long if they survived the avalanche. If you went out with your friends, Jasha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on a little trip into the woods or whatever. Yep. Snowy woods. Okay. Um, one of your friends disappears. You know there's been an avalanche. You know there's been an avalanche. Yeah. What's the best course of action? Yeah, you're right. I mean, you can't really go... You need to wait till the snow stops. You need to wait till you can get in underneath all the rocks. But I mean, it's... You shouldn't wait a whole season, though. You shouldn't wait a whole season. You need to tell someone. And I, if you t- you've got to get in touch with someone and surely they'll send out like a rescue team, right? Yeah. In today's day and age. And that's what they do a season later. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you picked up on this. That's the only... What we've said is the only part of the movie that's set in the snow. A movie about an abominable snowman. You think, wow... In the snow, we're gonna be. It's gonna be an awesome movie in the Alps the whole time. Nice snowy well, romp. The the entire rest of the movie is like in the forest jungle kind of area. Yeah, it's the exact same area, just in a different season. It looks completely different. It feels completely different, but it's. They marketed it as like abominable snowman in the a yeti in the snow, as you would. Yeah. Majority of it's in the forest. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, uh, Takashi and Machiko end up going along and uh, meeting this Professor Koizumi who's researching and believes that there is a monster in the Alps that is kind of undiscovered at the moment. When they talk to him about it, there's this bunch of other group of animal poachers kind of working for a carnival. Yeah. Animal traders, led by Oba, uh, played by Yoshio Kazugi. And they want, they hear about them, like, it's very comical the way they do it. They like, they're like listening through the wall about them saying that they've seen these footprints and the fur and... Yeah, this is... here's my gripe with the movie. Yes. After Godzilla, yeah, you think it's going to be like a real serious thriller for adults? I was looking forward to another Ashiro Honda movie. Yeah. It, it seems like, and I don't know another movie to describe this to. 
or relate it to. But it seems like, you know, those old kid movies, how... <laughs> like, this is a trope that's come across in other movies I've seen before, and you might be able to help me, where there is a group of people doing something, and a, the classic animal poacher comes along and tries to steal it for them. It literally sounds like George of the Jungle. Or... Yeah, George of the Jungle, that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this comes across as a George of the Jungle remake. Instead of a little monkey, it's a big... The Baltimore Snowman, yeah. Big monkey. Yeah, big monkey. Smaller than King Kong. Yeah. As we go on, we come... Basically, the two groups of the students and the professor trying to track down the half-human through the, um, the forest. Yeah. Uh, there's this carnival group of animal poachers kind of tracking them along and trying to get ahead of them and find the vulnerable snowman first. Yeah. Uh, we also see at some points through the camaraderie... Not camaraderie. There are a bunch of scenes where the students and their team are like playing harmonica and sitting yeah. around the campfire. Best scenes of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's also a bunch of what seems like cavemen almost originally. Yeah. Uh, we see glimpses of like an old bearded man and a real disfigured kind of like sidekick with him. Yep. Uh, peering through the bushes. We find out later that they're from a village. Yeah. Of nat- native to the area... A village of inbred... Yeah. Like, humans. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's a better way to describe it? I think that... Yeah, it shows this... It shows this remote village with all these native Japanese inhabitants there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, yeah, they're really deformed. They're really dumb. They're really violent. Very violent. Yeah, and we'll, <laughs> this is... I mean, we said it last time, but this this movie had a ban put upon it. This was one of the reasons, the depiction of these people. And, uh, again, we'll go into this later. But, yeah, they're not... They're, they're like savages. And yeah. they're idiots. Um, they're absolute idiots. And then from there, it cuts... The movie cuts into, like, following them, this village. Yeah. Where we find out Chica originally comes from. Yeah. She's surprisingly beautiful and pretty looking for a village of inbred yeah. inhabitants. Everyone looks so stupid and then she's just like nicely dressed. She, yeah, she actually she has done up like nicely. good clothes where all of these others have like ragged yeah. remains. Um, she is kind of getting constantly berated by the leader of this village. Yeah. Um, she makes contact with a bunch of students mm-hmm. and he doesn't like her no. uh, contacting them. People from the main group of the students end up like getting injured a bunch of fights happen between them yeah again very jumbled chika eventually finds takashi like falling off a cliff or something somewhere yeah brings him back to the village he's safe the village doesn't like that they beat chika up (laughs) they end up feeding takashi to the vultures by like tying him on a rope and throwing him off the side of a cliff yeah um while that's happening we see the half human come and rescue him from that yeah and we should say as well, this half-human bubble snowman, he has a kid that we see with him the whole time. Yeah, at, at this point, we kind of see he has like a littler... Quarter-human. Yeah, quarter-human. <laughs> do, <laughs> do they actually have proper names? They do have names. They're called... Uh, the half-human, the main monster, the main kaiju is called the snowman. Is that the official title? Yeah, they're snowmen. Oh, okay. So snowman, and I think the official name of the younger one's like Little little Snowman or something like that. Snowman and Little Snowman. <laughs> yeah. Um... This village sees the snowman as kind of like a a great, kind of like a celestial being. They like worship him as kind of their yeah, god, they yeah, call yeah. him master. Master, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the mountain lord, I think he's referred to? Something like that. Yeah. Mountain master. So the a bunch of the different groups, 
both the main students and the professor kind of get attacked by the snowman as time goes on. Um, the carnival group, the animal poachers. Yeah, so we've got the three groups. We've got the, the remote village, um, the natives there. We've got the poachers working for the carnival. And then we've got the students with the professor. And honestly, I can tell you, if you watched the movie, you'd be just confused as I am with all this. Yeah, and it just cuts between all of them so many times. And you're like, sometimes you only spend a couple of seconds with one of the groups before mm-hmm. it goes to 20 minutes with another. It's just... Yeah. Chica from the village ends up seeing the poachers. Yeah. Um, and kind of does a chat with them. She really wants to get away from the village. She wants to meet their group. And she assumes that they're the students and the professor that they have good intentions toward the half-human. Yeah. Uh, the leader of them, Oba, ends up tricking her yeah. and letting her believe that they are the group of students. Yeah. Gives her his ring as a promise. They're like, I give you my most valuable position so that you'll give it back. Yeah. Um, and you can give it to me tomorrow when you see me and I can show you the rest of my troop. A bunch of weird stuff like that happens seemingly for no reason. No. Is it, they're wanting her to show them where the snowman is, right? Yes. Yeah. And I guess it makes it happen. So just wanting to earn the, her trust, but... I guess it does it in a way that... I feel like the writers of this movie, they wanted to show off as much of each group of people as possible. Yeah. And by doing that, by giving her a ring for some reason, uh, the leader of the tribe can see that. Yeah. So we get to see more time of the tribe leader uh, attacking and hitting Chica. Yeah, and taking the ring off her, saying she's terrible... Abusing her, which we yep. all want to see. Yeah, great, right? great stuff for my Godzilla movie. I don't want to go this dark, Honda, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Time goes on. The carnival people end up... The poachers... I'll call them the poachers from now yeah, on. Yeah, I'll call them poachers. They end up finding where the half-human lives. Yeah. The snowman. Um, trapping his kid. Mm-hmm. And using the kid to lure out the half-human. The snowman. Yeah. Um, Trapping the snowman, the, the little kid, snow, the little snowman gets away, yeah. and the snowman they end up taking him, putting him in a cage, and driving back to the town. Mm-hmm. The little snowman, yes. sees him in the cage, tries to like get in there, and because that happens, he gets put in the cage as well. The snowman wakes up, ends up like breaking out of the cage, breaking out of the cage, sending the whole troop, all like, the poachers, like cars get for some reason get like thrown off. Drive driven off the edge of a cliff. They're like surprised the snowman's escaping. One of them tries to break and then steer away, and they just all end up dying. <laughs> they, yeah, they all end up dying, including the little snowman. Little snowman from he this. Gets he gets shot, shot by one of the poachers. Yeah. Um, snowman doesn't like this. Brings him back to his cave, mourns him. Yeah. At which point we do hear the snowman's roar. Yeah. Yep. We'll take a listen yourself. What a great, very nice <laughs> mating call that was. Yeah, that's not, what kind of roar is that? <laughs> Come on, snowman. At this point, I guess the snowman ends up going back to the tribe. Yeah, because I think the snowman thinks that the little humans... S- humans killed the little snowman. Yeah, and he knows that there's the human students. Yep. So he goes back to the village yes. of the natives. Yeah. Shoves over a couple of their huts. Yeah. And promptly sets fire to the entire village. I, I don't know how him pushing huts over sets everything on fire, but... We see him grab three huts in a way in which the people wanted to make the half-human look like he's very strong. Yeah. This Pull is the big over. battle scene. This is the big destruction that Godzilla movies are known for. A fire starts. The whole tribe dies. 
except for Chica. Yeah. And she ends up finding the students. Very, very obscure, long story short. She ends up finding the students. They track the... No, they, she ends up finding the students. The snowman also finds the students. But the, the s- snowman takes and kidnaps... Yeah. Mashiko? Yeah, I think it's Mashiko. Mashiko. Kidnaps her, kind of King Kong style. They track him down to his lair, where we find that Machiko's brother, Takeno, yeah. at the start, um, he was the one they set up to find. Yeah. He, they find his remains in the middle of his lair. Yeah, so it looks like he was saved by the snowman. Yeah, but, uh, they, they find a notebook on him. Yeah. Which said, like, we were trapped in the avalanche, the snowman saved us. But we died from our injuries. Well, <laughs> this was funny to me. He explicitly says... Uh, the snowman saved us. Yeah. The snowman took me to his lair. He gave me food and tried to watch me eat. Yeah. I was too... I was too wounded or too tired to physically unable to eat. But he can still write? He can still write. Yeah. That's the funny thing. (laughs) I'm near death. I can't pick up and eat a bit of lamb. But you know what? I can write like a four-page diary. Yep. In this scene, we also see a bunch of skeletons, which we assume are of the half-human Yeah, so there's been a few snowmen. There's probably been a family, and it looks like this last snowman now has lost his family, lost his son or daughter. And they find some mushrooms nearby, some poisonous mushrooms, and theorize that the whole race might have eaten these mushrooms and gone instinct because of that. Yeah. Uh, We follow them to to a room where the half-human has Machiko. Has Machiko hostage. Yeah. Right near the edge of what seems like a volcano or a kind of like water geezer. Which Hot mud or something. Hot mud. And uh, Chica goes over goes over and tries to fight him with a knife. And both Chica and the abominable snowman tumble over the edge into the lava water, whatever it is. Yeah. Machiko survives. Everybody survives. Except for Chica. Except for Chica. And the village that all died. And like I said... Every movie so far has had a main character die. <laughs> so Chica was the one your who dies. Sacrificial character this time. Yeah. Um, it's funny because that whole end scene, it like it plays out like okay, the the poach, some of the poachers are there. Well, none of the poachers are there. Right? No, they're all dead. No, it's... all the tribes did as well. So for Chica. Yeah. So the end plays out like it's all our remaining survivors up against the snowman. The snowman's going to do this big battle. They're trying to defeat him for the life of Machiko and. It's, it's going to be like an awesome battle. Yeah. Literally uh, nothing happens. She just goes up no. to him with a knife. Um, they like grapple for a few seconds. She and then, doesn't even stab him. No. And then they just fall somehow into this lava And, and a great display of miniature rag dolls thrown over the edge yeah. of a cliff. Yeah, great. Honestly, I think what they were trying to go... We said in the first Godzilla. Yeah. Um, the underlying theme of that is like humanity coming together. Yeah. With this one... Unintentionally, it's how humans end up destroying the environment. I, I don't know if it is unintentional. Like, it might be it might be what he was going for. Because it is, throughout the whole thing, there are these themes that, hey, humans are actually the bad guys here. Snowman hasn't done anything wrong. Well, well as we go into it, the students or the uh, group of the professor, they're okay. Yeah. But because they come in, all of the tribe ends up dying. Yeah. The snowman ends up dying. Yeah. All the poachers end up dying as well. But not because of the snowman, right? It's all just... I guess the snowman killed all the tribe members. But it was all... He literally didn't do anything wrong It's until... because other people came into the environment. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess that makes Maybe sense Maybe it's some sort of message about, yeah, us looking after nature and looking after our world. But 
I don't know. It's such a jumble of a movie. Yeah. I didn't like it. Neither. Neither. No. I thought even I thought it would still be like a fun. Kaiju I was excited for the first bit. Godzilla adjacent movie. I know, right? It was kind of dumb. Um, should we? I've got some connections here. Connections please, to Godzilla. Yes, why please. is this movie Godzilla adjacent? Yeah, why don't we watch it? <laughs> I was going to ask you this movie, other than it being like a monster movie. Yeah. Which, by the poster, looks looks like the snowman is going to be huge. He's just the size of a man. He's still got a kaiju, right? But he's not like a massive, almighty monster like you usually think kaiju are. Basically, a man in a gorilla suit. Yeah. He's like so poor please, man's Bigfoot. Not please even. Please tell me how this is related. Okay, we've got a few connections, right? Okay. Okay, first connection. If you yep. remember back to the original Godzilla movie, Dr. Yamane at one point purposely mentions the discovery of snowman footprints. Oh, you're right. When he discusses that there's the presence of all these unknown creatures and monsters appearing all you're over the right. world. You're right. I listened to that the first time and I'm like, that's a setup for something else. Yeah, so I've he forgotten about explicitly it. mentions snowman footprints. So this takes place before that? Oh, it must be before. We, I mean, we don't know years in this, right? At some point there might be like a newspaper. Yeah, I, we don't know when it's there chronologically. But they found snowman footprints. It's mentioned in Godzilla. Uh, additionally, in in a Godzilla comic series called Godzilla Rage Against Time. What which, the... Who knows how long we're going to do this podcast for and when we run out of movies <laughs> and start doing the comic books, we might see this again. But in Godzilla, the first issue of Godzilla Rage Against Time, Snowman makes an appearance. He looks, he, you can see him the in... The same snowman? Or I, I, a snowman. A snowman. Um, I don't know, but you see... A snowman looking out of a cave in one of the panels on the comic strip. Uh, wait, wait. So in one panel, <laughs> yes, you see the snowman looking out of... Are you, are you saying that apart from the one mention of footprints, <laughs> the only other tie to Godzilla is in one comic, in one panel, you see him leaning out of a cave and looking. Yeah, and it's snowman and Godzilla in the same comic. Canon? <laughs> Done? It's... Uh, uh, additionally, there's a few more little trivia okay, questions. Okay, it's not um, the only... When the film was released, there was a whole lot of publicity photos taken of the snowman and Godzilla. So you can see these photos of the... That doesn't count. That's not canon. <laughs> you can see the... You can see uh, Godzilla costume, the snowman costume. Heaps of photos are taken promotional um, with the oh, caption... Wait, oh, okay, well, wait. You, you say... Have you seen these photos? Yes. What's the sizing like between the two monsters? They're both exactly the same in the photos. Like God... Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. But Fine. the caption is, snowman is stronger than Godzilla. Oh, that's the, they were promoing this movie. Stro- snow, if, the promo for this movie, like at the time, you must have been seeing all these posters of this massive ape man mm-hmm. on the posters, this massive kaiju. He's going to be stronger than Godzilla. Look at this. <laughs> so does that mean canonically? Yeah. Snowman is stronger than Godzilla. I, well, we don't <laughs> see it happen. Oh, I'd love to see that battle, right? It just gets squished. So, so far, Godzilla and Gyrus. Godzilla beats Anguirus. Yes. We don't know about Little Snowman, but no. Snowman beats Godzilla. Snowman could... We have, a, we have a power Godzilla. tier list. <laughs> well, somehow Snowman can push over huts and set them on fire. So he's got some kind of like pyro... Yeah, yeah. Pyrokinesis or... Uh, last connection I have is that the Snowman costume is rumoured to have been reworked into King Kong's costume for... King Kong versus Godzilla. That would make sense. This movie, it, it almost seems like a prototype for King Kong. Yeah, it, to be honest, like, I don't know if you've ever seen a King Kong movie. I've never seen any King Kong movies. Yeah, so, and the King Kong story goes that King Kong is a massive monkey that gets captured and gets shown around kind of like 
he's caged up. He gets shown around to audiences. I guess, well, that's... Um, is this, like, in the movies? To it around. Yeah, he gets to it around. Because Oba and the troop of poachers say that's what they're going to do to him. They're going to yeah. take the snowman and they explicitly say tour him around every major city in the US mm. and then France and Paris and whatever. France and London and... Pa- yeah. France and Paris it's, and London. It very much plays like King Kong. Like, it's just a bare bones... King Kong... Different setting. Different setting, Smaller King Kong. story beats are pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, Man. But there you go. There's your connections. Um, is he stronger than Godzilla? Maybe. Mm. According to Toho. According to, according to Toho, yeah. <laughs> At but, least this iteration of Godzilla. All right. I've got a few more just random trivia bits. If you yeah, want to I, look, to I look forward to these. Uh, from... This is, this is... From what the movie was... Not great in my opinion. Yeah. This is the this was the redeeming factor for me that kept me watching. <laughs> You'll get some trivia about yeah. it. Okay, so this movie was originally called Snowman of the Alps. Makes so much more sense than Half Human. Yep. It was then released in Japan as Jujin Yuki Otoko, which means Beastman Snowman. That still makes sense. Okay. So that's what it was released. That's when it came out of theaters. It was Beastman, Beastman Snowman. Snowman. And since then, it's now known as Half Human. Because, as we will cover later on this podcast, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it or not, Half Human got an American re-release in 1958. Yeah. With new characters introduced, new storyline. I don't know what the heck they're going to do, but that was released as Half Human, so now this movie is also known as Half Human. By kind of way of... I don't really know, it's weird. Um, But this movie now is known as Half Human. That's weird. So, wait, so when we, like, pulled up the title for the movie... Yeah. ...and watched it on Archive... Yeah. Was that Half Human or was that the original title? Half Human, it's known as, like... That's so weird. It's not listed anywhere as Beastman Snowman. Um, I think it is listed as Jujin Yuki Otoko, the yep. Japanese title, but... Yep, yep, yep. Anywhere written in English, it's now known as Half Human. Okay. And Half Human was planned before the first Godzilla had even been released. Huh. Because this, this was made four years afterwards. No, a year after. Oh, wait. This is 1955. Oh, sorry, I, I, looked at, I looked this up on Letterboxd and IMDb. Yeah, you'll be looking at the American remake. Which is the only one on IMDb right now. Yeah, so it's it's weird. Very weird. This is this might be a pod co- this might be a Podzilla first, us um, covering this and then potentially covering the American remake later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is 1955, so it's only a year after Godzilla came out. Same year Godzilla Raids Again was released. And if okay. you remember, Godzilla Raids Again didn't have a Shiro Honda directing it because he was on other projects. Was this the other project? No, I think he's, he did a few other bits and pieces, but then he was contractually, he was already going to be directing this. Okay. Uh, and he did. But yeah, this was planned before the first Godzilla had been released, and he was attached to direct it. Do you know if it did well? I didn't really look into that. Um, my bet it didn't. I don't think it did. Yeah. Give me a, give me a bit more trivia knowledge, and I'll quickly look that up. Yeah. So production on Half Human was put on hold a few times after the screenwriter Takio Murata was working back and forth on this and Godzilla Raids again, mm. and the special effects director for this mm. was also working on Godzilla Raids again on the special effects for that, okay. and he was also working on Half Human. So there was a lot of production delays, or a whole lot of. They're going to film this segment of the movie while these two other guys are working on this other race yep, again. They're okay. going to film this part. Quite efficient. It, yeah. But it might also be a reason why it's a bit tonally all over the place sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, next, we get into probably the biggest piece of trivia about this movie. Okay. It's notorious for having a self-imposed band put upon it by Toho themselves. 
Well, wait, so they banned their own movie? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they put a ban upon their own movie. And like you said, that was because of the depiction of the village and the villages. Yeah, so it's believed that they did it due to the depiction of the native inhabitants of the remote village, the people that worship the snowman or the master. What we see of them, they're quite dumb. Yeah, they're just... They're very... They're intentionally disfigured. Yeah. It looks like they're inbred. Yeah. Except for Chica. Um, and they're also very violent towards each other. Yeah, and the, the thing is that they're meant to depict one of Japan's minority groups. Like, the name of oh. their village is the name of a group in Japan, group of people. That makes a lot more sense. Because I watched this movie. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, having them inbred. Yeah. Having them quite violent towards each other. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, honestly, I don't think this should have been banned. If, if it's like depicting a random village, a random yeah. fictional village, yeah. that'd be okay. Yeah, totally. In my opinion. I mean, you have them all over the place. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, that, but the fact that they're actually based off a real group yeah. of people. So the verse, yeah, so they're supposed to depict a minority group in Japan and offensive portrayals of this minority group are a very sensitive issue. Like, right. I don't know if it's been since this movie, but it's very like, yeah, you shouldn't do this. I, you shouldn't yeah. depict them in this way. Especially this isn't what they're actually like. And so, to avoid causing offence, Toho's never issued it on any home video or digital format. Mm. And it was only briefly just released theatrically. Interesting. Before completely being removed from distribution. So, the only copy that still remains is the copy that we watched with the timecode, or the timecode blurred out. And it's because they prepared a VHS release of Half Human in the 90s, Mm -hmm. but they declined to sell it. They ultimately decided not to release it. And this is, <laughs> the only copy that remains is this bootleg of this VHS tape, which is why it's so bad quality, why it's, I, it's crazy. I know that nowadays, especially with like uh, a bunch of 4K movies coming out. Yeah. Uh, using like original reels. Yeah. Do you think that the original footage of this movie still remains? I think it might because I saw in a few places it mentioned that sometimes they do like tribute uh events to ashiro honda the director and they show they show a couple of his movies on the big screen or at certain festivals and this is i think people have said that they've seen this there before and additionally they sent all this footage to an american company to remake it um Mm -hmm. which is one that we'll cover later on looking forward to it but that footage must be somewhere if they sent it to this company it'll be interesting to see what what the quality of the American remake looks like. Yeah. And I'm just reading now on the reception on the Wikipedia page. Oh, for cool. It, this was said to be not Honda's best work. Yep. Though the original Japanese version is far superior to the more widely seen American version. Oh, don't tell me that. They declared the film to suffer from weak plotting, thin characters, and distracting humor. Another example of a fairly interesting Japanese monster film rendered nearly incomprehensible by ham-fisted editing and substandard English dubbing. Oh, Wait. So that's Sorry, that's the, the American version. version. Yeah. Dang. So the American. Oh, oh gosh. No. The American version is so much bad. worse. This, this is already badly edited. Oh, no. Uh, Wait. Honda's original edit was marginally more interesting. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, this movie's bad. Yeah. What, let's go into our thoughts on it. Um, it's bad. That's I, just me. I didn't, like, hate it. Like, it's not the worst. It had some okay no, scenes. Uh, it's. Okay, last time I said that Godzilla Raids again, it, it was like the midline for me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said a 5 or a 6 out of 10. It was... I, I said a 2.75. Oh, there we go. Sorry, five. yes. Sorry, yeah, you're right. 2.75 red bean soup. 
root soups out of five root feed soups. Yeah. I kind of put that as like the mid-ground. And the, my whole life I've I've been torn between using rating as like 2.5 being absolutely nothing. Yeah. Didn't love it, didn't hate it. I retract that statement because this movie is literally... I'm ambivalent towards it. Really? Yeah. This is the movie that I would put on... Would I even put it on at home? I would not gain anything from watching this movie. You didn't like... There wasn't any redeeming factor. Harmonica playing. You liked the harmonica. I really liked... There was a scene I really, really liked about this movie. Okay, you, let me hear it. So, there's a scene... I think it might be the first scene when we see the snowman. And everyone's set up in their tents for the night. Okay. And there's this real ominous whistling going on in the background. Or it might be the harmonica playing. Uh, but we see the snowman in shadows up against the tents. And yes, we see him just like shapes and shadows, and then we see maybe a hand here or there. Yeah, we do see a hand reach into the tent and grab Machiko's face. Yeah, and I really like that introduction. It was actually very ominous. Okay, yeah, I want, for I want an to say introduction scary, of but... a quote-unquote kaiju. Yeah, it is a good like first glimpse at it. Yeah, so I enjoyed that. I reckon the music behind it really actually made it pretty pretty cool. And in that, that scene as well, cool. you do see like. I don't know if it's a mirror or a flap through the tent. You see, like, obscured parts of his face. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess it's quite good, yeah. So I like that. Um, you but... know what? It's a better kaiju introduction than Anguirus. Yeah, because Anguirus' introduction in Godzilla Raids again is just him fighting Godzilla with minimal back with min- yeah. minimal fight noise. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked the snowman's introduction. It was cool. Uh, I, I liked a few of his scenes. A few of his scenes in the cave was cool. Um, uh, when he lo- loses the little snowman. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, it wasn't that sad, but... Okay, I, I will say, I do like the snowman. Yeah. In this movie. Do you like his design? His yeah. face is a bit weird. He's got massive, like, pecs. <laughs> I, if you want to search up half-human snowman, I don't know what will come up. It, it's almost like a gorilla-type suit with a weird face. Giant pecs and almost genitalia. Really? Well, there are a couple of scenes, especially when he's um, saving the protagonist from like yeah. the rope over the cliff. There's something and there, but it's just blurred. I, th- I think they've literally made a fur loincloth for him. Oh, it might be. Yeah. It might be. Um, I did like his, like, you see him growl sometimes and you can see t- teeth actually in the mask that don't look that mm. bad. Uh, it's quite blurry though. Yeah. I like the snowman. That's something I liked. I really didn't like the green screen. <laughs> no, there, yeah, there are a couple of scenes in like car fights, <sighs> car chases where it's bad green screen. And I thought that it'd be okay because of the bad quality. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to tell. But nope. Uh, you can definitely tell. It like drops to a whole other level when those green screen scenes <sighs> are there. Uh, this the main character like when he's dangling when he's getting fed to the vultures. Oh, the vultures! The, the birds look so bad. Uh, the green screen looks so bad. It looks like they've stuck a miniature birds onto like um, skewers. Yeah, and just flown them around by hand and ended yeah. the skewers yeah. out. Oh, it's next level. Oh, it's just terrible. And I, again, I I really liked going into this. I, I like the start with the parts in the snow. Hmm? them going to the cabins, them preparing for this avalanche, them trying to get in touch with their friends. I was really... The I, start was the most uh, attention-grabbing and interesting yeah. part of this movie. And I don't see... I don't I don't know if I've seen another movie like this. Like, have you ever seen a movie set in the snow, just people going up against the abominable snowman? Uh, I, 
it was going to be really cool. Like, no. I've been waiting for a Bigfoot or a, a cryptid movie like this. Yeah, I, I think what would have been best with the movie is if they stuck with a much, much smaller cast of members. Yeah. They didn't even... I, I think they could have cut, like, the poacher group yep. out of it. But I, yeah, I would have loved to see it just, like, five university students or whatever. Yeah. Just, like, all together going up against the snowman, trying to track down their friend. Yeah. Maybe one by one dying. Yeah. Or even just having, like, one person. Because you've got to have that main character death. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, they spend most of the movie in these generic jungle backdrops um, and just real shoddy green screens. It's, it's bland. Not... And... Oh, it's just not good. Uh, it's, it's not a good movie. <laughs> I had yeah. so much hope. And you, it's even worse when you remember that like Godzilla movies are regarded as horrors. Are they? Yeah, they're oh, like no, sci-fi yeah, they're, horror they're, movies. Yeah. And this is... this. I was not scared. I, was, I didn't even know how no. someone could be scared, even back then. I mean, even the characters. You, you saw the scenes in the movie where all the characters were crying. Oh, <laughs> great acting. Great acting. Oh. From, from the... Actors in the original Godzilla. Yeah. Great acting. Great acting. The the guy from the original Godzilla just played the same type of character, right? Just a Does he come back again? He is in a lot of Godzilla movies. So get ready for a lot more Akira Takarada. Mm. He's not bad, but he's just not good. His characters are just bland. Spe- speaking of the characters, JJ. Yeah. Did you have a favourite character this movie? Oh my goodness. Um <laughs> I know I do. I want to hear yours first. I've got a human that's... I, I, I've got a human character that's half-human that I didn't mind. Called the Snowman. I was going to say my favourite human character was the Snowman. I'm on the Snowman's side completely on this movie, by the way. He didn't do anything wrong, except for when he like wanted revenge for the little Snowman's death. And we never tried to go on a spree of some sort, killing spree. And I, th- so, I think what I did like about it more is that the Snowman is portrayed less as a monster and more as like a... Half human. Yeah, he's also he's almost. We said that there's like kind of the three groups. You've got the the tribe, the poachers, the students. The snowmen are actually kind of seen as this fourth group that we cut yeah. back and forth with a few times. They're seen as kind of not the enemies of the piece, but more no. of this other group that we're following. What happens to them, and they just end up being the bad, bad end, bad end of the stick. Yeah, short end of the stick. Short end of the stick. The ragdolling scenes as well. No, like the, the when the, the 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 snowman and Chica get thrown into the volcano at the end, and when all of the poachers get thrown off with their truck <sighs> as well. Honestly, we oh, could go. I also the movie ends and they they like Chica dies, the snowman dies. Yeah. It's like not even somber for a second, and straight away just cuts to them wrapping up the story, the wraparound story with like yeah, happy with the, music the playing. The reporter comes back. It's like oh great, I got my story. The rain stopped. Real nice music. And it cuts right there. Into the movie. We, we can go on and on, but this movie's just bad. Yeah. Well, we've seen some bad movies generally yeah. before. This one started out good, but I put it among one of the, some of the, worst, one of the worst movies I've seen. Really? Yeah. Well, how many half stars would you give Half Human? Like, that's the question. <laughs> Wait, half stars. Hold on. How many half stars <laughs> out of five would you give Half Human? I'd give Half Human two half stars. I'm saying it's a one out of five because I didn't, it's not one of the worst movies I've seen. I kind of like some things about it. I kind of like what it was trying to do, but it did it all very badly. And it makes me scared for what the American remake is going to be like. I'd agree. Two half stars out of five stars, (laughs) simply because I'll give it wiggle room for the American (laughs) release. (laughs) Daisha, final thoughts on the movie? Yeah. um, 
I get it's funny because this again is it's quite notorious. Yes. As a Toho production. Yeah. Because of the fact that it was banned. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's a very interesting element to this movie. Yeah, I will say, even though it's a bad movie... It's like a historical... Yeah. You'd watch it and you'd... I'd say it's less for the experience of watching the movie for how how well you like it. Yeah. And more of just seeing how this project ended up and, like, what happened on its path to becoming a movie. Yeah. Becoming the follow-up to Godzilla, the follow-up really. to Godzilla. It's more a story of, like... It was the first non-Godzilla um, kaiju movie that Toho put up. So, I guess audiences at the time were, like, ready. Yeah. Honestly... <laughs> Good idea for a movie here. Yeah. Have a movie about, like, a group of writers, a group of Toho. Yeah. The development of following up Godzilla. Yeah. And coming out with this movie and all of the, like, trials and things they have to face to bring this movie out. That would be more interesting than this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Having to, like, what? Uh try share kind of your cast and production crew between the second Godzilla movie coming out and this one. Yeah. Uh, with trying to like hype up this snowman. Yeah. Which is really just the size of a human. Stronger than Godzilla though. Stronger than Godzilla. <laughs> Having to work with like like uh, the minority uh, village group there and yeah. what comes out of fruition for that. I will say one other thing I really did like about this movie. Yeah. The fact that we saw it in the quality of the time yeah bad black bad and white pixelated. VHS yeah because the previous Godzilla movies we've seen would have been like HD yeah I think it was like re reconstructions of the original film and stuff yeah. yeah the bad things we've said about like the Godzilla costume and especially last episode Anguirus how you can like see his face kind of the zipper in his back and yeah. how weird it looks you wouldn't have been able to tell no watching it this time. way you couldn't tell the costume floors you couldn't tell the set floors so I think it's quite good, actually. Like, I, I know, side fact here, video games back on, like, arcades. Yeah. Because um, I follow a couple good Twitter accounts of, like, showing how they worked all, like, the art and graphics and made them look really good. Yeah. For the the screens of the time. Uh, what's the name of the screens? Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what the screens are called. It's like the, the old school TV sets as well. CCTV or whatever yeah. screens. I don't think CCTV. Like the original pixel art, just looking at it itself is eh. Yeah. But the, for the TV screen yeah. at the time, it looks quite good. Yeah. I yeah. think it's the same with these movies. They did do the best job they could for this type of... Uh, for the black and white style and bad graphics. Yeah, I mean, well, it's commonly said that horror movies are best when you watch them in like bad quality on an old TV. Not this movie. <laughs> yeah well but like it was kind of better watching it this way than it was we probably would have so many more things we wouldn't like about it if we saw it in like oh that's quality. true yeah it's a saving grace oh yeah okay let's cut our losses there yeah well Dude. that was that was half human um thanks for sticking with us through that honestly this movie yeah i i say it and i say it again it's bad i don't like it but we'll see how it compares to the American re-release. The American re-release, which we'll tackle later down the track. Yeah. Um, and as I said, we're we're going to try do a lot of the American remakes of these movies. We're going to try to... Well, yeah, we're, we're, at Podzilla, we're going to tackle the all the Godzilla movies that came out, TV shows, mm-hmm. in or, chronological order of when... Not chronological order, but order of release. Yep. 
We're also going to tackle all the Godzilla-adjacent movies, things that might be connected like this, even if it is just a comic strip spin-off and a mention of him in, a mention of what may be him in the first Godzilla flick. Yeah. But we're also going to watch and touch on American remakes, which they did a lot of back in the day. So they, American... To panda for the American audiences, try bring these Japanese movies... Yeah, the dub over them, add in American characters and plots into the movie. And make it more appealing for the American populace. Yeah, so that's... Our next movie is actually going to be the first of these the next remakes. Movie? Yeah, we're going to be watching Godzilla King of the Monsters, which was released in 1956, and it was a heavily edited American remake of well heavily edited american version of the original godzilla 1954 okay so it's gonna be interesting we've already touched on 1954 it might be a bit of a shorter episode we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see um but yeah see if you can track that down and we'll see you guys in a fortnight yeah see you guys then you've been listening to podzilla with your hosts jay Sher and micah drake be sure to follow our socials, join our Discord, and check out Cassie Celine, who did our amazing podcast art. The links are all in our show notes. And just a disclaimer that any musical sound effects used in this episode belong entirely to the Toho Company. See you in two weeks.